0: Good Monday morning and do not attempt to adjust your sets. Uh, it looks like things have gone very dark around me and the reason is we're having some weather coming through when this is being recorded near the 1st of January and uh, it's gone very dark. We might lose some power but since this is battery operated we should be all right okay. when We will uh, upload this here in a bit. A question came through uh, it's really a very basic question and it's an important one that we often assume everybody knows what we're talking about. And so I really appreciated the question. And that is, what does it mean when you say covenant? What does covenant mean? And what does old covenant and new covenant mean? Good question. A covenant is an agreement between two parties. Uh, It can be two nations, it can be uh, two uh, people, it can be between God and us. But a covenant is an agreement to work together for a common goal and to accept each person's responsibilities, to keep that covenant together and to keep moving toward the goal. So a covenant between myself and my wife, uh, it meant what we said, for better or worse, for richer or poorer, till death do you part. It meant that we are now exclusive to each other and have been since we made the covenant. And that what we would do, we would do in partnership with each other for the covenantal relationship. So um, as we raise children, as we move about the, the planet and do work, all of these things are done as a, as a unit, a covenantal unit of two. Well, the Bible speaks a lot of covenant because God wants to work with us and through us. He could absolutely just do it on his own, but that's you know, that's not his point. That's what he's going for. I mean, even in that great story of Philip the Evangelist being told to go join himself to a chariot, here's this um, queen's treasurer from Ethiopia returning from worship in Jerusalem, and he's trying to read Isaiah and he doesn't get it. God doesn't send an angel to explain it. He, he finds Philip, he says, go talk to him, and Philip, Started where he was and taught unto him Jesus, which is a wonderful phrase. So, what kind of covenants does God enter in with us to do? Well, with Adam and Eve, they were to be keepers of the garden, and that keeper didn't just mean hoeing and you know keeping the weeds down. And do the keeping there uh, includes the word guard, and can be a very powerful word. And in fact, when the cherubim show up later with their flaming swords to make sure nobody enters Eden. The word for their guarding is the same word God used to Adam and Eve when he told them to keep the garden. So there was an agreement there, Adam and Eve broke it. We understand that. And then when all of the world went sideways in Genesis chapter six, God made a covenant with a fellow named Noah, that if he did this, God would save him and his people. Noah did, God did. Covenant, that's what, that's the way that works. And then there's Abraham. Abraham who uh, didn't know who God was and God had to introduce himself to him and said, here's the deal. Here's the covenant. I'll take you from this place and I'm gonna take you to another place and I'm gonna give you land that if you are faithful to me, your people will have forever and your descendants will be as numberless as, as the stars in the heaven or the sands on the sea. Well, Abraham was more or less faithful and sometimes very less, and his descendants were sometimes very less, not because, by the way, that they are Jews, but because they were human beings. And no matter what group you look at, they're going to be people that are more or less faithful and sometimes a lot less, right? But the Abrahamic covenant made with him continues to move the story forward. All of these covenants move the story forward. That's very important. God is not making a covenant for a limited thing. He is making a covenant with a goal in mind. So the next covenant is the Mosaic Covenant, where we think of the 10 Commandments, we think of the Torah, we think of the Pentateuch, we think of these, you know, the first five books of the Bible and the stories there and a covenant made, you know, if you come with me, I'll get you out of Egypt. We will, you will overtake Canaan and you will have the land that was promised to Abraham. And again, sometimes they did, sometimes they didn't, but that was the covenant. And then the Davidic covenant, and that is the covenant made with David. That if David is faithful, his his people, his family would be on the thrones of Israel forever. And here's one of those things we uh, we need to bring up. Actually, two things. One, the family wasn't faithful. So that breaks the covenant there. Um, if I were to desert Miss Cammie and go off and decide to live a, a life under a different name, that would certainly be breaking a covenant. You know, uh, I, or I could uh, you know, run with another woman or I could do it. it. There were a lot of ways to break a covenant. I could be abusive to her. You know, and that would break the covenant. We're no longer working together for a common goal agreed upon by both. David's family fell and therefore that covenant's broken. But there's another thing that throws people because God in the the Old Testament uses the word eternal a lot for things that aren't eternal. And again, you can go back to Monday Morning Messages and look for the series on hell where I take apart that word and let you see how that works. The Jews actually didn't have a word that meant forever and ever and ever in perpetuity. They, they just didn't have that concept. And so there forever was until it ends. Well, it ended. And now what? What do we have yet? Then we have something called the New Covenant. Now, there are a lot of places where this is talked about. But if you want just to go to a couple quick places, Jeremiah 31, 31 would be um, probably the shortest take on it. 31, 31. Um, and then... Ezekiel, Ezekiel 36, 22 and forward. Ezekiel 30, and I I know, sending you to Ezekiel, a lot of people are going, oh no, no, there, there's, you can make it, you can you can make it. Ezekiel 36, 22 and forward. Where God talks about, I'm gonna make another covenant. And he's talking to people under the Mosaic and the Davidic covenants. I'm gonna make another covenant with you that's not like this one. And it's going to be a really, great different covenant well that covenant is the one that leads to jesus now here a a quick warning is that a lot of people teach that now that jesus is here the old testament is done away with and that phrase is found in the new testament but the done away is really not the great translation there it means it has come to fruition um the terms of the covenant have all been met it doesn't mean it's thrown away. In fact, the New Testament says what was written before was written for our learning. And there are huge swathes of what Jesus says and what the New Testament says that you're not gonna get if you don't know the Old Testament. So replacement theology is bad, and it is not correct, but replacement theology has a variety of names. I don't wanna go through all of those on a Monday morning because you probably don't wanna start the week with with Tylenol in your system. So um, succinctly, this is what it says. The Jews were called to be God's people, but they blew it. So now God has called the Christians. Not true, not true at all. He has not moved the Jews away from his favorite status and moved us who are Gentile Christians into the place, he has opened his arms wider to bring us all into the same place. So it is not a Jewish religion anymore, but it's not a Gentile religion either. It's not a Scottish religion, it's not a Canadian one, it's not a Mexican one. It is worldwide and forever. So not replacement, but rather addition. This new covenant brings us all together. And it used to be that you had this little line of priests. And I say little line of priests, the families were pretty big. But then there was this really narrow line of priests where Jesus is a priest after the order of Melchizedek. If you're following us on Wednesdays, you know that we're in Hebrews, and my favorite book, you're going you're to love it. Then what happens with the new covenant? The new covenant is if you confess Christ on earth, he confesses you in heaven. That's Romans, uh, well, Jesus says that, but it's also found in Romans chapter 9, uh, verses 9 and 10. It's, It's found all through scripture that if you act like Jesus, love like Jesus, that's all he's asking. That's our covenant and salvation is promised. It is an amazing covenant. And Peter says, when you join in that, this little narrow line of priest now becomes everybody. Everybody who's a believer is royal and a priest. We are a royal priesthood. All of us, man, woman, boy, and child, uh, boy and girl, are all priests. We are helping people see Jesus. Remember, a priest is somebody that takes some somebody and their concerns to God. And so you would go to a temple, and if you're a pagan, you'd go to their temples and find your priest to take you know, and plead your case before the gods. Well, we are now to be the image of Christ. We have put on Christ and baptism, and now we are priest of God. That's our job. Don't make this harder than it needs to be. Don't sit around and stew about, ooh, what is God's will for my life? Just get up and do what you can with what you've got with who God has put in front of you now. That's all. Show kindness, show love, speak of Jesus when it's appropriate, Always give, always serve, always love. That's our priesthood job. That's the robe that we are to wear that declares us as a priest. That's the new covenant with God. All moving forward from that first covenant with Adam and Eve through Christ to us as a people of Christ. Because we never leave Christ behind. Always Christ. Everything elevating the Christ. Got it? So that's what a covenant is. So big, heavy subject, but not a lot of time this morning. I hope you have a fantastic week. Hope you're enjoying these. Please share them. Hit the like. Hit the subscribe. Share them with somebody once a week. Couldn't be that hard to do. And then, if you feel that you can, we would love it if you could support us. You can find out how by going to our website, which is rsafeharbor.com. God bless you. We really do appreciate you. Bye.